0: This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Liverpool will face Cardiff City at home in the fourth round of the FA Cup after they beat Shrewsbury 4-1 today after surviving an initial scare. Good evening Reds and welcome to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel with me, Patrick Smith, as we bring you all the reaction to the winner Anfield on Jurgen Klopp's managerial return following his isolation period. The League 1 visitors stunned the home crowd when they took the lead in the first half against the run of play, but the Reds soon hit back with a composed Cade Gordon finish for his first Anfield goal and a Fabinho penalty. In the second half, the return of Roberto Firmino deserved a classic back-heeled finish and that's just what happened for his side's third, before Fabinho lashed in for his brace late on. Notable performances from youngsters Connor Bradley, Tyler Morton and Cade Gordon gave the Anfield crowd much to look forward to and we can now of course all look forward to the fourth round tie Anfield against Cardiff. On today's show, we have Paul Gorse's reaction live from Anfield, Jurgen Klopp's post-match press conference, and the verdict from Liverpool fans in the stands. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red Channel.
1: Liverpool are safely through to the fourth round of the FA Cup, where they will meet Cardiff City at home after a four-one win against Tuesday Town here at Anfield this afternoon. Um, Perhaps uh, against all odds and against the run of play, certainly um, Shusby took the lead from Daniel Uder's opening goal, but um, Liverpool's side, they contained a bit of a mix of youth and experience, um, got themselves back into it with Cade Gordon with his first senior goal. He becomes the uh, second youngest goal in Liverpool's history behind only Ben Woodburn at the age of uh, 17 years, and 96 days It was a nice finish from him um, Latching onto Conor Bradley's low cross He could post himself Before slotting beyond uh, Marco Morosi And the Shrewsbury goal And from then on It never really looked like It was going to be a day Of embarrassment for the Reds uh, Fabinho It was excellent All game In Liverpool's midfield Alongside Tyler Morton And Elijah Dixon Bonner um, He picked up the ball Once uh, Liverpool Were awarded a penalty And dispatched it Just before half time To give Liverpool A 2-1 lead at the break And then uh, As I say from then on It never really looked like uh, It was going to be anything Other than uh, victory for Liverpool and progression into the fourth round, Roberto Firmino came off the bench with around about uh, 10 10 or 15 minutes ago and uh, he made a 3 1 late on with a lovely back heel. Um, He replaced Elijah Dixon Bonner and looked lively uh, on his return to the side following a a recent Covid diagnosis. It really was a a superb um, piece of ingenuity from the Brazilian, something that we've come to expect from him over the last few years at Anfield. Um, Canate's shot. Um, was scuffed that reached him inside the six-yard box and all he could do was backheel it into the net and that is what he duly did. And then uh, Liverpool, at that point, was safely through. Andy Robertson was brought off for Kostas Simakas, who uh, looked like the Scotland left-back on his return to the side, was carrying a little bit of an injury after a heavy tackle later on, but uh, not too sure if that's anything serious at the moment. Uh, Simakas, with what I think was his, was his only touch of the game, sent in a free kick for Fabinho, but the last kick of the game he hammered home to make a 4-1 and ensure that Liverpool progressed quite comfortably. In the end, it's been a, a week of uncertainty for Liverpool. There's so many COVID 19 uh, issues. Pep Linders uh, obviously Jürgen Klopp both diagnosed with it. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold the club of reporters today has also tested positive but Klopp confirmed after the game that there were several false positives at the actual training centre this week and things aren't quite as desperate as it had seemed earlier this week when they applied to have the game against Arsenal called off um, so they'll meet Arsenal that one Thursday at Anfield, we're back here again on Thursday for the semi-final of the Carabao Cup first leg uh, Liverpool should feel a much stronger looking side than the one they had out here Even though today's team did have the likes of Kanate, uh, Van Dijk, Robertson and Fabino all in the team But uh, Liverpool go on into the fourth round as we say against Cardiff City And uh, ultimately it was quite a comfortable afternoon in their second FA Cup meeting with Shrewsby in the last two years Has finished here at Anfield, Liverpool 4, Shrewsbury Town 1
0: Game podcast
2: on the Blood Red channel. Hi. Um, First of all, just just how difficult a week has this been for you and the football club? Very, very difficult for different reasons. Um, So this was the team we could line up today, um, and the boys did really well. So in a difficult game, which became even more difficult. Um, when we conceded the 1-0 the um, but the boys reacted well, um, put it in a, really a proper shift um, and it's so difficult because setting up a team, starting training again on Friday and then involving all these young kids, they're all really good footballers, there's no doubt about that, we are not doubt about, about, in doubt about that so um, that's all good but it makes it really tricky especially when you have to play um, and break down a low block which was very rightly so, um, um, did today. So, um, yeah, just happy about the result, happy about that we went through and about a lot of things that Taki trained only twice now after his injury. Uh, <laughs> actually, rather still part of the rehab, the game today than uh, than the real game. and. Um, Bobby came only back yesterday for training and then played now game and, and scored as well. So, um, so many things um, could have went the wrong way today, and in the end, we made it all fine. Have you literally had to do a head count? Have you today to see who's available? Not today. In the last few days, of course. So um, the situation is is just like this. We had. Um, how we thought last week a proper outbreak, um, and it showed up uh, that we had a lot of false positives actually, but still the, the rules are that they um, the roots are like they are, and so they um, all these players who are false positive um, couldn't play today, or we decided not to play them for whatever whatever people would have decided if we would have played them, I don't know exactly, but we had to make that decision. Um, and so um, that was a really the only real positive case from the team extra uh, was Trent Alexander-Arnold um, and all the rest was false positive. So it was really, really tough week. So because the boys anyway, couldn't train because we had to close the training down because ground because until you realize that it's false positive that it takes two extra Testing rounds. <laughs> so it's it's really it's really difficult. Um, and then, I I said, this was the team we could line up today. The boys did really well, and I'm happy about that.
0: Okay, we'll go on order the screen. So Neil Jones, next, please. Hi, again. Um, you obviously had two young lads down the
3: right-hand side with Connor and Kay, 17 and 18. You must have been delighted with how they handled it. It was, it was
2: it's, it's tough, you know, tough ask for them. I am delighted, even when I know they both can do so much better because they are real talents. I'm really happy about that, and I'm happy about a lot of things. but uh, Connor can play <laughs> he could be and can be in the future. and, and Kate is obviously finishing wise he's, he's, an, he's an adult um, his finishing is really exceptional, um, but all the rest is to the kid. So um, playing as um break like the position the way he plays so there's so much to improve but i'm really happy for them and um, how they contributed today the first goal obviously was their goal together with elijah who um should be happy as well today especially when we moved him to the left wing he was all of a sudden he felt like free um to go there which is fine um so many um, really nice little stories today so good okay Markham next please
0: yeah, I mean, you talked about uh, Kate Gordon's finishing there. I mean, that that finish he it was, it was so cool and, and calm. It was like almost like a senior pro the way he took it.
2: Again, please Carl.
1: Sorry, uh, uh, Gordon's finishing. You said he's, he's he's finishing. He's not in doubt, but but the way he took that goal was in
3: such a crowded area. His first chance in front of the cop, he could have snatched at it, but he was so calm and and took
0: it. Took it really well.
2: That's Kate. that's great. um that he is in this situation really calm. I will not say that he for the rest of his career in this situation, he always will score, but I, I'm pretty sure more often than not. Uh, because that's just, that's him. He's when um, a cross coming from the left side, you will find him in the box. He's there with the hand, um, good there as well. Is um, really, he has his nose for that, that's uh, really helpful. Um, and so, yeah, I I, I know it's it's, it's it's the second youngest, or people told me he's the second youngest goal scorer. Um, for Liverpool, which is absolutely exceptional, <laughs> Um, Especially, I think, when the other one was Michael Owen. Um, well, there's a way to go, no problem. Kate has time, we give him the time. He will have his minutes here and there. Um, and if he's working as hard as he did so far, because not to forget, he came only back from Covid as well. So, I'm um, we not sure. I think he had now two or three proper sessions. That's it. And so, it's really not easy um than to show up in a game like this, but he did, then uh, all credit to him.
0: Okay, last two questions. Uh, Hideo first, please.
1: Hi, Jürgen. <clears throat> Can I just ask uh, what Minamino's uh, injury problems were and, and also how crucial the coming weeks would be for him and his career at Liverpool with, you know, Salah and Mane out?
2: Um he was injured so that's all and nothing serious but serious enough to, to 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 that he couldn't that he couldn't play so that's how it is he has now it's not the longest rehab in his life hopefully um or maybe it was the longest we have, hopefully, then. <laughs> um, but he's back and very important for us, very, very important, especially when we have now um, a lot of games coming up and uh, how we all know that two of our um, main guys up front um, are, are not here. So, um, yeah, it's it's good that Taki, I, I like I liked Taki a lot when he came on. He's actually in a really good shape, but of course, uh, the injury interrupted it um, slightly. That's how it is, but um, now he's back. It's good and uh, we need him desperately. And we'll finish with Paul
3: Joyce, please. Jürgen, could I just ask about Thiago Alcantara? Um, there's been a lot of rumours over the weekend that he's, his injuries going to keep him out for a long time. People, people have said till the end of the season, or maybe even until March. Is, is there any clarity of when he, when he could be back?
2: No, but uh, no. Neither March nor end of the season I, um, is in my mind. So, um, yeah, it's something... Uh, around the hip, that's a that's a that's a situation, and we, we he has to. It needs time now. He's no not training this week. Didn't train this week, um, but we expect him to be back to do rehab stuff next um, from Monday on, uh, tomorrow on, and uh, then we will see. But no, it's not that that he's out for the, or that he's out for the, until the end of the season, not at all. The
0: post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel.
3: Mike Holt from Go In The Match podcast with my review on Liverpool 4, Shrewsbury Town 1, which sees the Reds go through into the next hat for the FA Cup. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously didn't start off as well as we'd hoped have Shrewsbury going 1-0 up. Uh, poor little bit of defending there, not too sure the midfielder who let their man go, but there was a big gap between Canati and Van Dijk. Um, it was a good finish, to be fair, for the Shrewsbury striker, uh, forget his name. Um, but that puts some one nil up. As um, soon as he does that Ronaldo celebration, though, no, I was thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit up for this more. I'm a bit more up for it as a fan, wanting to uh, put a few goals past them, and that's exactly what we did. I do think the scoreline maybe flattered Liverpool. Um, you know, if you were to just see that score as a neutral fan, you'd probably think it was just a standard FA Cup um, defeat for Shrewsbury, but. Um I don't think it really went that way. I don't think we had it all our own way. Um obviously it was 2-1 for a long time. Um and it wasn't until the the latter stages that we got the last two goals, but you know, Shrewsbury we were always in it throughout the whole game, really. Um obviously in terms of the starting eleven, we kind of mixed up a little bit. We had some experienced players in there that have had COVID um and injuries and suspensions and Robinson. Um, just to give them minutes in the legs, which is obviously really good, and I think they needed it to be honest. Um, and then we also had the youth in there too. Um, I mean, in terms of the youth, I think some players can really hold their heads up high. You know, Ty- Tyler Morton's impressed me every single time he's put a Liverpool shirt on. Every opportunity he's been given, I think he's been so good, and you know he's got such a bright future ahead of him. He keeps focused. Um, I think he's a top top player. Um, and then Cade Gordon, another one. He really impressed me. He's such an exciting player. Um, in the Preston game, I think it was, in the League Cup, um, he he didn't really show me enough um, of his abilities that we, think we all know he's got. Um, but today he really did. And he took his goal really well, the equaliser. He took it really well. Um, a good ball in from another one of the young lads and Connor Bradley, who I think he's, a, he's another good player. He's, he's starting to impress me the more I've seen him. Um, he just needs to work more going offensively. There's a lot of opportunities where he gets the ball um, edge of the area and he's he's got a chance to cross it and he'll cut inside and give it back into the midfielder. Whether that's just a bit of confidence uh, being a young lad, you know, I, I'd like to see him push on a little bit more and show us what he's got offensively but defensively he's really good holds his position really well doesn't mind a tackle you know I'm all for that um, so in terms of those young lads they really impressed me today um, Waltman up front yeah it was it was a tough gig for him um, don't think he really got much of the ball don't think he was really brought into the game enough um, so I'm not going to be over critical on him and he's only, young, only a young lad making his debut at Anfield and you know, hopefully he'll get another chance in the future. Um like I say, Van Dyke Canate, Robertson, Fabino, you know, they all needed minutes in the legs. Um Kelleher made some good saves again. Uh so composed on the ball, that's what really impresses me about him for such a young goalkeeper. Goalkeepers tend to be better in their prime, you know, in their later years, but you know, he looks a really good keeper, Kelleher. I think he'll only get better. Um Obviously, Firmino comes off the bench, gets his goal, lovely little back heel. That'll do his confidence a world of good. Uh, Minamino coming on, didn't have too much of an impact on the game. Um, but, you know, it's not really the first time we've said that about Tacky. Um, Firmino obviously gets his penalty, um, scores that, puts that away nicely. I think he was the penalty taker at Monaco, so maybe he'll take them going forwards um, when Mo Sal is not on the team, potentially. Uh, be an interesting... Uh, point to take away from today, and then obviously he gets the one in in the final, in the final seconds of the game, just to seal it. But like I say, I think Shrewsbury can't feel too hard done by. Um, you know, the scoreline doesn't really reflect the game, but you know they had us going for a long time in and, and and I think from a Liverpool point of view, so long as nobody's been injured, hopefully Robertson didn't get injured at the at the end there, quite a nasty tackle on him. Hopefully he's okay. Um, so long as we come out of this injury-free, um, we get a nice little um game in the next rounds. So, you know, I personally love to see someone like a Wigan or something, you know a away, you know, a nice little away game for for the fans, but also you know keep the young lads ticking. You don't really want to be getting a Premier League team at this at this stage in the FA Cup, so yeah, obviously we had a good you know good result, and um, we go into the Arsenal game in the week which is another really big test. Um, you know, they're, really, they're going to be really up for it. And I think we should be too. You know, it's got we've got a chance to get to Wembley and get a cup under our belts. Um, and I think, you know, the lads really need to knuckle down and put a performance into that. But yeah, hopefully, you know, in the FA Cup, we can continue seeing these youngsters grow.
0: You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.